Kale Nor, and welcome to episode three of the New Outriders podcast. I am your host, Tallow Lan. With me, as always, is my co-host, Lady Roxanne. Roll Tide, Roxy. Roll Tide, honey. All right, and our other co-host, Lord Lassarian. Hey, everybody. Did you guys do anything fun this weekend? Yes, I watched a lot of football on Saturday. It was great. Oh, my God. Yeah, and I got to play some WoW and got into Guild Wars 2, which is always fun. All right, and our guests this week are Heraldus Lakasha of Dungeons & Dragons Online. Hi, everybody. And now, uh, she was Baroness last week, but now Countess Sayella of Guild Wars 2. Congratulations, Sayella. Thank you. Hi, everyone. Hi, congratulations. Congratulations. Thanks. So, did you know going into the High Council meeting last night that you were going to get promoted? Well, I suspected it may be a possibility. Ah, uh, it's still... Oh, I thought, I thought we were going to ambush you. Well, I kind of... Figuring that I had proposed the county, I figured there had to be a countess or count to lead it, so... You just hope they don't replace you at that time. Oh, I know, I tell you... <laughs> See, she's a smart cookie, that one. See, now that would have been a funny joke. <laughs> yeah, I would have I would have laughed really hard. <laughs> well, we'll have to remember that if somebody creates a Neverwinter Provisional Barony or a, um, Elder Scrolls Online Provisional Barony next year. So we'll have to keep that one in our pockets. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that sounds like a great way to make somebody's head explode. <laughs> All right, let's move right into it. We're going to start with birthdays and gossip. Oh, yeah, I got a couple of uh, really hot news items here. Squire Kenless, who it happens to be Bar- oh, Baroness, Countess Sayella's and Baron Burleydog's son, is turning 21. Also, um, a longtime NOR member who left the guild a short while ago has come back to the fold. The goose. Uh, that would, yeah, <laughs> the goose. Gillenrod has returned to Noor and is currently playing in Star Wars The Old Republic. So, welcome back, Gillenrod. And don't let him fool you. His profile picture on the forums is a duck, not a goose. <laughs> don't let him tell you otherwise. Well, I'm just happy he came back. It's, it's, nice, it's nice having him uh, around. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. glad he's back as well. Yep, he is the, the second Duke I ever played for. Um, really? Yep, after maybe the first. I think it was the second. After Duke Scourge stepped down in Dark Age of Camelot, Duke Gillenrod took over. Um, and I was a Count at the time. Um, it was wonderful working with him then. Uh, I had a lot of fun with him when we played together in World of Warcraft, so I'm thrilled that he's back. Yeah, he he's a really good person. Um, yeah, so I'm glad he's back. And I didn't know that, that he was your Duke. Oh, yeah. All right. That's it for uh, birthdays and gossip. It's a short list this week. You guys just got to start causing some more trouble. <laughs> we'll move into news. Uh, news from the realms. Um, Dungeons & Dragons Online. Uh, it's been actually a pretty quiet week from Turbine this week. I don't think they wanted to be upstaged by Sony, who was having SOE Live, uh, their annual conference this week. So uh, pretty quiet for Dungeons & Dragons Online. Um, I do have to correct something last week. 
I did say that if you pay anything, you become a VIP in Dungeons & Dragons Online. That's not correct. You become a premium member at that point. VIPs are those members that still pay a monthly subscription fee and get all the content for free. Um, so just want to correct that from last week. Uh, thanks to Lakasha for pointing that out. Uh, I always enjoy hearing that I'm wrong. I have a question uh, for Lakasha. How much is the subscription fee for Dungeons & Dragons Online? Just curious. Well, I do a six-month subscription, and I believe that that comes out to like $23.99. Or, sorry, not six-month, three-month subscription for like $23.99. So just under $9, I guess. Oh, wow. That's a bargain. It's it's, it's pretty cheap, and it's definitely well worth it, I mean, if you're going to play for a bit. Although, ultimately, you can get, as a premium player, you can get all of the content for less if you're going to play for a long time because you can't buy premium content as a VIP, strangely enough. So, yeah. But you get all of it for free as the VIP. So it's it's a good deal. Thank you, Lakasha, for clearing that up, because I was always confused about the price level. So, thanks. No problem. Moving on to Lord of the Rings Online. Oh, that's my cue. Uh, Lord of the Rings Online, uh, last week, actually, they released their Rise of Rohan uh, expansion. I'm not sure how people say that, Rohan or Rohan. I, I usually say Rohan, actually. Uh, Massively, it's done a, a good uh, launch guide so you can catch up on all the latest features and information about that expansion. I haven't had an opportunity to check it out myself. Uh, I have only the uh, the original game, and uh, we don't have any we don't have any players here, do we? To maybe tell us how that's uh, how that's looking. I I pop in every couple of weeks. I haven't picked up the expansion yet, but I followed it pretty closely. Um, the big thing that they added that you don't see in a lot of MMOs is mounted combat. Yeah. Um, right. You know, fighting on the back of your of your steed is something new, and from everything I saw of it, it looked extremely fun. Yeah. yeah. I, the, 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 the few bits that I saw, it looked kind of cool. I know that that was about the most thing that's piqued my curiosity about it. Also, I have to say, I, I just went on not too long ago and uh, was goofing around making a couple of new characters. And I, I may be wrong about this, but I feel like they changed the the opening sequence or the opening setup for new characters to be a little bit easier to sort of ease the characters in. Is, has that been your experience as well, guys? Or, or am I just, this has been so long since I've played that I've just forgotten? Yes. Um, I rolled, when I came back to it a couple months ago, I had an old character sitting on on the server that um, I tried to play it, it felt like it was too much. It was too yeah. much because it was gone too long. So I rolled up a new one, and the the intro area is significantly easier, and the game does a better job of walking you through that content and teaching you what you need to learn. Um, it was really noticeable. I mean, it just just the contrast between when I first started playing the game and, and this recently, just a few weeks ago, when I, I started another tune. Uh, it was uh, really extremely well done. Yeah, they've done a they've done a good job. As a new player, I know that I felt like it was really easy to just pop right in, make a character, and get started on it. So. Yeah, the big thing to get used to is the fact that it's the only game in the world that doesn't call your health health. It's morale. When you run out of morale, you die. It's weird. Well, I'd really like to try that mounted combat. That sounds really fun. Well, we'll have to see when. We get all around to Lord of the Rings Online for our uh, Nor free-to-play monthly event. Oh, yeah. Which, by the way, I'm very excited about. I think this is going to be great. 
And our show two weeks from now will be dedicated to that event. And I'm sure that we'll have Lakasha back, if not Duke Scourge, and pick their brains about everything we need to know about DDO before we get back in there. Right. Um, moving on to EverQuest 2. Sony announced the pre-order bonuses for their upcoming EQ2 expansion, Chains of Eternity. Uh, the only real in-game bonus for pre-purchasers is that you get a cloak. Um, but the big deal is that if you pre-order the collector's edition, it is 30 bucks cheaper than it will be after it releases. So $30 discount on the collector's edition from 90 bucks to 60 bucks if you pre-purchase that early. And if you're on the fence about whether or not you want Chains of Eternity and you're an EQ2 player, it is currently an open beta, so you can get in the beta and try it out and see what you like about it before you buy. Sweet. And now, Star Wars The Old Republic. Okay. Um, as everyone knows, uh, Star Wars The Old Republic has recently gone free-to-play. BioWare and EA have updated the free-to-play chart with a lot more details on free-player restrictions. Okay, here we go. Uh, free players, if they want to unlock operations, will need to purchase a weekly pass. Now, you get three war zones per week free. You also get uh, three space missions per week free. But if you want to do more than that, uh, you would have to buy the weekly pass. Now, and this is a big issue, loot from three flashpoints per week is yours. You can run as many flashpoints as you want, but you've got to buy the weekly pass in order to get unlimited loot. So, um, you know, it sounds like the weekly pass, if you're not a subscription player, is the way to go on this. Um, you also have to buy a license from the coin store to equip purple items. So um, there's a lot of, of restrictions for free players. Uh, you can learn more at the Star Wars link, SWTOR.com. Um, They've also added something new to the My Account section. When you go to the My Account section on the Star Wars site, you can see how many cartel coins you'll be awarded at the free-to-play transition. So for all of you players that um, have had subscriptions since it launched, you'll have quite a few cartel coins. So uh, just go to the link. on the Star Wars site for your My account, and you'll find out how many you have. Yeah, and they haven't they haven't given out how many coins some of those weekly passes are going to cost yet. Um, right. I'm actually a little concerned that, say, I get to level 50 and I want to run, you know, the weekly operation with Duke Tundra mm-hmm. and the rest of Nor. Um, if right. I do that four times a week, is that going to end up costing me more money than actually just subscribing? Um, so hopefully they get yeah. out some information on how much some of those weekly passes cost. Um, right. you know, I did check mm-hmm. my account, and I've, I've got about 1,200 cartel coins waiting for me when it goes free, and then I can you know, stop subscribing and become you know, a free-to-play player. Uh, some other people in the guild, noted, I noted in the forum thread, had about 2,200. Um, those would right. be people that have been subscribing since it launched. So you know, there's a lot of buying power there. Unfortunately, we don't know what everything costs yet. Right. 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 And I'm I'm hoping that uh, you know they'll get that information up on the website, so you know people can decide if they want to remain a subscription player or go to free to play. All right. This week in uh, Guild Wars Two, 
I understand that you can now purchase Guild Wars 2 gem currency. I see, what's that? What do they call it? Is it just called gems, or is it have a special name? Yeah, they are called gems. That's correct. Okay, just gems. But so apparently you can buy these at, at you know retail outlets, I suppose, like Best Buy and Target and that sort of thing, like a, almost like a game card. Is that the idea? Yep, sounds that way. Okay. I haven't gotten one yet, but that's what I presume from what I've read. I haven't either. Yeah, I've, I've looked at it a couple of times on the in-game, uh, the, the Lion Trading Company, and, and pondered doing it, but I, I haven't made the leap quite yet. But I, I'm probably going to do that eventually. And according to Tallow, I understand that a, a racial uh, census indicates that the Guild Wars 2 population is overwhelmingly, what did you say, half human? Humans, there's twice as many humans as there are any other race. Put together um, or like... Not put together, together, individually. Okay. Um, gotcha. The next biggest would be the, the Norn, which are basically giant humans. Right. And then the, uh, the more fantasy races are all very small in population. Uh, apparently one of the writers for Guild Wars is, is a little disappointed in this and is urging uh, players to, to give the other races a try. You know, that's just amazing to me that the fantasy races aren't more of a presence. I mean, I don't even have a human on my account. Well, you can look at it in, in view of other games, too. Like, um, I know that gnomes and goblins and WoW are two of the, uh, not just in stature, but in population, the smaller races in that game. Um, humans, as far as the alliance goes, are the most popular race. Um, you know, certain people are just, they're going to want to play something they connect with, and obviously that's most likely going to be a human. Hmm, I wonder what that says for the rest of us. You don't connect to being human? <laughs> I guess not. I think that makes you a sociopath. Hmm, I'll have to give that some thought. That probably belongs in the gossip section. Well, Roxanne is a sociopath? Yeah. <laughs> Moving on to Rift. Talking about Rift, the second expansion beta events are scheduled to run from October the 19th to the 24th. You can guarantee access to the beta by pre-ordering the next expansion, which is Storm Legion. Um, If you wait until after the 24th, you'll have to wait even longer for the third beta event. The NDA has dropped, so you can find more videos on YouTube or streaming on Twitch TV. Massively has a full preview up for Rift for the new expansion, uh, focusing on dimensions, which are housing and dungeons. So I haven't looked at that yet, but that is really interesting to me that they're actually going to add housing to the game. Um, You know, I know... uh, some games that have done that, and it, it just doesn't seem to go over very well. But um, I'd, I'd really like to take a look at that. I actually just read a, uh, a short article about the, the, that facet of Storm Legion, and there was some speculation as to how they were going to be doing it, whether it was going to be instanced as, like it was in, in EQ2, and that, that seemed to be frowned upon pretty heavily, or whether or not there was going to be some other, some other method of doing this for the players. Right. Well, um, you know, the Massively has a link on their, their uh, website to the preview, so I think I'm going to check that out once we're done. Um, 
Zam has an interview with Adam Gershowitz, or Gersh, the senior producer of Rift, focusing on um, character classes. And you can find that on Zam's website. It's www.zam.com. Yep, and that focuses on the uh, the class changes that came in, I believe, patch 1.11, uh, which is their pre-expansion patch, and the, the changes that are coming with Storm Legion, new abilities, um, new spells, new skills, that kind of stuff. Right. Well, I have to tell you, Rift is just a gorgeous game, um, and it, it is a lot of fun to play. It's a little different from your normal MMO. Um, you know, unfortunately, I, I don't have access to it anymore, but it certainly is a worthwhile game. Yes, I, I would never have left, except that everybody was heading off to Star Wars, so I kind of felt like I had to go with the where the guild was going. Maybe it'll go free. Yeah, maybe so. Um, and, you know, it's amazing because how long has this game been out? Like two years? Three years? I think it'll be about two years when the expansion finally hits. Yeah, two years. And, yeah. Right, and, and this is the third expansion, correct? Or is it the first one? Or it's the a, second one? It's the first. First expansion. Okay. All right. My bad. Sorry. All right, World of Warcraft. Uh, Blizzard announced that the next full-length WoW novel, Vol'jin, Shadows of the Horde, will be out in April. Uh, it's being written by Michael Stackpole, who has not written a WoW novel to this point. Uh, Vol'jin, Shadows of the Horde, is its not going to be out till April, but it takes place alongside the events of Patch 5.1, which is currently on the, the public test realms. Um, additionally, longtime WoW novelist Richard Nock is writing a four-part ebook series. The first part will be out in January, called WoW, Dawn of the Aspects. Um, this covers the creation of the dragon aspects by the Titans, um, who are the, the mythical creators of Azeroth. And the purpose of the dragon aspects going into the future, um, for those of you who didn't play through Cataclysm, at the end of Cataclysm, after you kill Deathwing, uh, the dragon aspects lose their powers. So they are now essentially just regular dragons, and the fate of Azeroth is in the hands of us mortals and peons. Also, um, a bunch of news came out over the last couple weeks about patch 5.1. Uh, Blizzard is changing up their patching model. In the past, as far as the expansions went, new content features and raids were all rolled up into one patch. Uh, they're splitting them up now. So 5.1 is going to be content and features. 5.2 will be the new raid tier. So instead of having three or four content patches throughout the life of Mists of Pandaria, we'll have like six or eight. Um, oh, cool. MMO Champion, uh, for those of you that are interested, uh, went into the files and dug out some of the new voice files for scenarios which currently aren't playable on the public test realms. And if you want some huge, um, very disturbing spoilers about where the story is going, uh, check those out on MMO Champion. Uh, the biggest thing for the new patch for me is the Brawler's Guild, which is coming to Stormwind and Orgrimmar, uh, which is basically solo PvE fights um, against tough monsters and bosses, um, basically that take place in an arena in those two cities. Uh, you get rewards, you get rankings um, against other players in the world. Um, my two main classes are a Death Knight and a Hunter, which are the two best solo classes in the game, so I'm really looking forward to this. Um, I can see if I'm actually good at what I'm supposed to be doing. I have a question for you, uh, Tallow, about that. Yep. Um now, I never really PvP'd, like in the arenas and stuff, so I, I don't know. But uh, are others able to, to see these fights? I mean, like spectators or? The arena doesn't have spectators, and okay. right now um, 
Battlegrounds and Rated Battlegrounds don't have spectators, but mm-hmm. there will be spectator abilities for the Brawler's Guild, um, which is, you know, it's solo against monsters, so it's not PvP, but uh, they are looking to have spectator abilities for that, so that'll be oh, something cool. new. cool. Cool. All right, and then looking at some future games that have been tagged on the NOR forums, uh, MechWarrior Online's open beta was supposed to have started back on the 15th of October, but Piranha Games had to delay it. They want to get a better build of the game ready. Um, I am in the closed beta for that, and I will say it's very fun, um, but it's also very hard if you don't know what you're doing. Um, I keep getting my butt handed to me by people who've clearly played before, so, you know, I'm losing a lot, but I am gaining experience and having some fun. Um, also, uh, the Elder Scrolls Online had a big media event last week, and um, updates and previews are rolling out from a bunch of the, the MMO sites across the web, and we've compiled a list of links to those previews on the NOR forum in the Elder Scrolls Online thread. So if you want to check those out, just go to the NOR forum. Wow, it sounds like I'm going to be... Uh Mech Warrior and Elder Scrolls Online Widow. I'm telling you because Jay or Ziff, he really loves those type of games and he loved, uh, the Elder Scrolls Online. So, yes, I guess I won't have a husband for a while. You could join him in the Elder Scrolls Online because I'm quite certain I will have a copy. Uh, I don't know. I never played the Elder Scrolls, believe it or not. Um, but he played. How many were there? Three? Or There's two? six now. Okay. Well, he's played at least three of them, I think. Or five. Yeah. I have trouble counting. Or five. <laughs> there were a couple yeah. that were... Sorry. Oh, I know Lakash is a big Elder Scrolls player. Yes, I'm a big... Oh, really? I played it since the very first Daggerfall. It was one of me and my sister Alina's favorite games as we were growing up even. So I'm really excited about that one. And as long as my son gets this computer thing going for me, I will definitely be there. So at least to check it out and hope it's as good as what it could be. Because the storyline of that world is really incredibly rich. So it's just a very interesting world. Well, Akasha, if you're going to play it, then I might play it too. I think you'll enjoy it. I do. If, like I said, if it lives up to what it could live up to, there's always the possibility of disappointment, obviously. But, you know, you can't go into it expecting that, I suppose. Yeah. That's true. But I guess, you know, it's like the old saying, if you can't beat them, join them. True that. All right. That's it for news. Um get into some of our our bigger discussions here this week. Our big discussion this week is Halloween, since it's coming up, and just about every game has Halloween-type events. Um, Yes. We're going to start with the old dog. uh, That would be World of Warcraft, and it's Hollow's End Festival. Uh, I know Roxy is a big fan of Hollow's End. Um, What did you like about it specifically? Um, Well, I love fighting the boss, and I know it's the same boss every year now but um you know i got the head 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 ah, headless horseman's horse um i think last year the year before and i think that was like one of the best moments in wow for me when i got that drop i know that sounds silly but i just loved it and i love the storyline 
I will say that's another that's another area where Blizzard hates me with loot drops. I have 112 mounts in WoW, and I do not have that one. I have I, I have to have killed that boss 100 times now over the years, and I don't have that one. Oh, gosh. Well, maybe this year will be different. Maybe this year will be your year. Well, I'm hoping so. Um, as far as the holiday goes for Mists, they haven't updated it a whole lot. Obviously, they updated all the boss loot to level 90. Um, so that it's appropriate to the people who are doing the content. And they've added new um, trick-or-treat spots to all the inns throughout Pandaria. Um, but that's that's really the only update they had for Halloween this year. Um, the, ho- the, the holiday as it is now is, is pretty well established, and I don't think they're going to change it much. Well, that's kind of disappointing um, because we've got this new race and new land, and it would have been nice to see something you know, specific to the Pandarians, you know. And I think, you know, we saw more of that with Brewfest, because um, the Pandarian yeah. culture is a bunch of drunks. Um, <laughs> so we saw more of that with Brewfest, but not really anything specific okay. with, with Hollow's End. You know, we'll see how they go in the future, but, you know, for, yeah. for a while, it's pretty much the same holiday this year as it was in the past. They just upgraded the loot level. Gotcha. Well, I love it. I love all of the holidays, and um, I can't believe Lasarian, you know, isn't missing those holidays. I did enjoy some of the holiday stuff, I have to admit. Yeah. Yeah. So don't you miss it enough to come back to WoW? No, I do not. <laughs> okay. All right, I think that's it for a while. Let's move on to, to Dungeons & Dragons Online. Uh, their Halloween event is called the, the Mabar Endless Nights Festival. Yep, and I actually was not able to participate in that last year because I hadn't come back from uh, my absence. So, But I've learned a lot about it, and I know a lot of the other guildies are looking forward to it. So. So this is going to be brand new for you this year. That's ex- kind of exciting. Yeah, I'm actually I'm pretty excited about it. They do another like a couple other annual events like the Crystal Cove that I really like. So I'm thinking that I'm really going to like this one too. And I know I'm always seeing people running around in DDO with the p- big pumpkin heads half the year. So oh, that's I'm looking awesome. forward to getting my own pumpkin head to to throw at people. So uh, has this event already started on DDO or is it yet to begin? No, I think it's going to start on the 25th, I believe, and go through the 4th. Can you um, tell us, you know, just a basic outline of what the Halloween festivities are? Well, basically they open up all of the different areas where there's undead mobs. Mm -hmm. We'll also be getting special drops that you can use to open up a larger dungeon where a big spectral dragon is. And as soon as enough people on the server turn in enough of these drops, then the dungeon opens up and it's a free-for-all against the dragon, basically. And they keep doing that. You have a, it's a timered thing, so you have to kill the dragon within a certain amount of time. And then the turning in of stuff resets, so... This year they have made a couple changes, but it doesn't sound like there's been a whole, whole lot of changes to it. That sounds kind of cool. Yeah, that sounds yeah, yeah. very cool, actually. So people, you know, they turn in all this stuff, and then, you know, they hit that limit where it's all there, and this dungeon opens up, and just sort of everybody piles in. Yep, yep. And it sounds like 
it's they're going to this year they're actually because I guess there was some problems with lag before they're limiting like there will be a certain number of people limited to each instance they're going to instance it now so that it's not too too overwhelming but I can't yeah. remember what the numbers were and there's actually no guarantee even that you will be with the group that you were grouped with because you can hunt all over the place in any of the undead areas to get these drops. So you'll be out hunting, for example, I think the main place is going to be Delara's Graveyard, which is normally a VIP or pay-to-play area, and it's going to be open to -to free-to-play players. And you can go in there with a group and run around killing bad guys, run through Gary Gijak's own memorial that they put up for him there, and find a bunch of skeletons and stuff to kill, and then everybody gets together, turns and stuff as they pick it up, and eventually the server will open up the area to kill the spectral dragon. Wow, that sounds awesome. I think it's going to be fun. Yeah, I'm going to have to participate in that. Is there um, like a, a level limit? Do you have to be a certain level to do it? It sounds like they're going to have it. Um, they did add some more, but it's a level range selection so they do it like mm-hmm. groups from one to eight will have their own dragon and then groups from so it'll be a level range between oh, wow. oh. so that everybody can participate which is super cool and then each of the drops that you can get in well you don't actually get drops you get tokens that you can actually pick what you want as your loot reward for killing the dragon in the end and yeah wow Sounding pretty cool very cool and you can get the pumpkin head potions that you can use on your friends and on yourself to turn everybody into pumpkin heads. So what can be Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you had me there at pumpkin heads. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you know if the branch is going to be holding any special dungeon events for this? Well, I know our one of our newer members, Halio, actually made a cleric specifically for when this came out, and he's posted a little bit about it on the boards for his cleric Insectundus. And I think I will probably be posting closer to the event to do a couple of group runs. And, I mean, we mostly, because we're a smaller branch, we mostly play together all the time. I mean, I don't think I've, in the last couple of months, done many pickup groups. So it's nice to have most of us around. And we'll definitely be doing at least a little something, a couple nights of Mabar. Oh, cool. Now, besides, like, the, 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 the gathering of the items and the unlocking of the dragon, um, is there anything else? Like, do they have, like, do they decorate the towns or anything like that? Well, there will be an up above House Jurasco. That's how you know that Mabar has started. There will be a lovely blood red sky up there. And, yeah, the, 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 graveyard will open up there's going to be pumpkin heads apparently everywhere like i said i didn't i didn't get to participate last year but i've seen pictures and it looks like it's a pumpkin head blood red sky festival so sounds like awesome interesting and some cool differences at least around house jurasco which is where delara's graveyard is well i'm definitely going to have to log into the ddo because I, uh, if you combine a dungeon and a dragon into one event, that like hits the whole title right there. So I gotta, I gotta play. <laughs> well, I am looking forward to that. Then I'll get you prepped for the the big guild event too. So. Oh yeah, that's coming up. 
All right. Does anybody else have anything to ask Lakasha about uh, Mabar Endless Nights? No, not specifically. I think I'm going to catch up with her in game and, you know, maybe get my character up so, you know, I don't get killed off so easy. All right, then let's move on to, to Guild Wars 2's first content update, Shadow of the Mad King. Yes, and I'm looking forward to it, too. They've been pretty tight-lipped about a lot of it, and a lot of that, from what I understand, is in they uh, all the discovery they like to let the players experience. They don't want to let too much out so people can discover and learn about it themselves. But I've gleaned a little bit of information, and... I hope I can share it with all of you. Uh, the event does start tonight. Uh, as of when we started this evening, they hadn't done anything yet. I checked before I, I logged in. But it is supposed to be uh, starting tonight, and it does run through the 31st. Um, it will be in four acts. Act 1 starts tonight. Act 2 will be on the 26th. Act 3 will be on the 28th. And the final act, Act 4, will be on the 31st. That sounds really, really cool. I love it when they, they're secretive and like to, you know, let the players discover things, you know. Yeah, there was yeah, no patch make it. As of this morning when we were on. I was on with the, I saw Sayla this morning and there was nada. I know, and I checked again, too, when when I got on tonight and there was nothing yet either, so. Mm, it's exciting. <laughs> I know the anticipation is really building, and that you know they're smart when they do that stuff too, because I think everybody's really looking forward to it, and especially since yeah. this is their first year, nobody knows really what to expect either. So, Fair enough. they did put out um, some information just today to a couple sites. Um, uh, one said ArenaNet uh, said this update includes 80 new pieces of content that revolve around the four-act story that Sayla described. Yep, uh, addition, I saw that. In addition to the new story, it includes trick-or-treating, special crafting re- recipes, uh, decorations across the world. Apparently there's some mini-dungeons, uh, new achievements, and themed events. Um, and the thing that struck me is really, really cool about this. Um, the storyline is going to play out, if anybody played Elder Scrolls Oblivion, uh, a couple years old now. It's going to play out sort of like Oblivion Gates did in that game. So it's a cross between like Oblivion and Rift. Um, these gates or you know portals will be opening up across the world, and enemies will start pouring out of them. You fight your way through the enemies and into the portal, and then you're in the Mad King's dimension. So it's like it's like its own subzone um, apart from the world. Oh, awesome. Yeah, this, the story about the uh, the Mad King was that five, 500 years ago, he was slain by his own people who had suffered during his reign, and his body supposedly was chopped into pieces and his spirit was banished to the underworld. And uh, according to the lore, it's been 250 years since the last alleged sighting of this Mad King Thorn. But uh, strange energies are rising up under the autumn moon. And I did read that there is a quest line um, that um, involves finding anomalies in the environment. Uh, to do that, it starts in Lion's Arch. You use a device, which is actually a large bowl of candy, to find ghosts. And those ghosts will give you lore about the Mad King and probably lead you to the different events going around. So that sounds kind of cool. So it, everybody has to start at Lion's Arch? Is that? 
I don't know for sure, but it looks like because that's the hub city in the game that that's probably where most things or the most information will be about it. Oh, cool. Have they said if there's going to be any um, Mad King Halloween-themed items in the, the Blackline Trading Company store? I do know that there will be um, costumes available, and a lot of those costumes will come with skills that you can use with them. So when you put them on, you will have skills that you can use. Um, even some of the items that have currently been in there, um, there will be new ones, obviously, but there's a set of boxing gloves and things like that, will also have um, skills of, involved with them so that players can use those in PvP. So they will have costume brawl-themed PvP going on in the game. Um, so, <laughs> I know some of the other items that they're going to have in the store are tonics that will transform you into ghosts and things like that. And they um, also have mini pets for sale in the, the gem store, and they will be creepy crawly ones available for that. And from what I understand, everyone will get a set of free devil horns to put on their characters. So... Now, that's awesome. That's what Roxy needs, some devil horns. <laughs> I thought those came standard with your standard issue, Roxy. Nope. Well, <laughs> I'm not going to reveal any of my secrets. Well, that sounds like a lot of fun, Taylor. I'm looking forward to seeing that. Yeah, oh, yeah. I am too. I'm excited. i got to get a witch's hat for Roxy. That and the devil horns. <laughs> You'll be and Maybe a devil tail. Yeah. With a pitchfork and my, you know, bag of Halloween candy. Yay! Speaking of Halloween candy, uh, one of the other things that they're going to have is um, in the game, obviously, you can mine and, and harvest things. They're going to have candy corn that you can mine in the game. And that candy corn will be able to uh, purchase, if you get enough of it, things like skins for your shields, bows, and staves, and crafting recipes, such as tonics oh, and Halloween-themed food that you can make. That, so that was kind of cool, too, I thought. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah. Now, are your branch events, your Vista Night and your, your Saturday Dungeon Run, going to take on a, a Halloween-themed feel to them? Yeah, I've, I'm sure everybody's going to want to take advantage of all that's going on. So this Thursday for our Vista Night, um, we're going to, depending upon what the different events are, try to do those instead as a guild. And then our Saturday Dungeon Run, if there are dungeons, which I presume there will be some sort, whether they be mini dungeons or regular ones, um, I'd like for us to try to do that. And if they're going to have that costume brawl PvP, we may even check that out for our World vs. World PvP event on Sunday. That would be so crazy, wouldn't it? Oh, most definitely. Yeah. I actually had the first first occasion to try the, the World vs. World uh, last night, and I have to say I was 100% completely lost. Oh, it's no. massive. It's huge. You'll have to join us for our, our group event, though, because we all kind of stick together and go from place to place as needed. And that yeah, that seems that. pretty critical. I mean, I, I, I wasn't there for very long, and then it quickly became apparent that you can't do this alone. You, you need to be there with, like, a ton of other people. Oh, most definitely. Well, um, Sayella, I had saw seen something on uh, Guild War II's website 
um, about some sort of contest. Uh, I think it involved creating a diorama. Yes, there is. It is uh, the Guild Wars 2 Halloween Diorama Contest. I don't believe, I haven't heard that actually anybody from our group has um, participated in it, but um, what it what it was, a diorama is a three-dimensional miniature model that depicts an event or scene, so they wanted to do it, Guild War II uh, Halloween theme. Um, the deadline today was, was today at 12 o'clock noon, and they're supposed uh-huh. to be announcing winners on November 5th. Okay, so it's basically over with, or did it yes. start today? No, no the uh, deadline to submit your, you know, for your submission was today. Uh, okay, well, that settles that. Yeah. All right, anybody else have any questions about Shadow of the Mad King? No, but it sounds like it's going to be a ton of fun. I mean, both uh, Halloween events in DDO and uh, Guild Wars 2, they just sound great. So I'm planning on participating in both of them. And if you're going to search for Mad King information on Google, make sure you include Guild Wars 2 in your search. Because if you just do Mad King, you're going to get Diablo 3 or any of the other Diablos. You're going to get Game of Thrones. Lots of stuff uses oh, the Mad King. Game of Thrones. That's true. All right. Uh, moving on to Realm Events. Uh, Weekly Endgame Night for Star Wars The Old Republic are still on Tuesdays. The last couple times that I've checked in with them, they've gotten six of the eight spots filled with NOR members and then filled the last two out with uh, the looking for group tools. So, you know, a couple more people into Star Wars and you got a full eight-man NOR team out there. That would be pretty nice. Oh, yeah. Uh, as Sayla mentioned, Guild, War- Guild Wars 2, Thursdays, Saturdays, and Sundays are Vista Night, Dungeon Night, and WVW Night. Um, you know, we talked about this a little bit last week. Uh, World vs. World is worth the price of the game by itself. Um, you know, if you're not out there by yourself, if you're out there by yourself, it's, <laughs> it's not going to go all that well. The, the first time I went, I was by myself. I just kind of ran around. Again, managed to get a skill point. Um, but other than that, I got oh, murdered awesome. a lot. Eventually, yeah. I, eventually, I found the group of people from our server and stuck with them, and it was much better. Um, but yeah, that is a lot of fun. And a uh, new addition to the, the Realm events this week, Dungeons & Dragons Online. Um, I believe Tundra, Tundra titled it the Guild Unity event. Yes, November, November 14th through the 16th, Dungeons & Dragons Online is free to play. And we're hoping that every member of NOR, man, woman, child, officer, squire, whatever, um, shows up in Dungeons & Dragons Online that weekend. Um, you know, I think... We're going to keep Akasha busy. Yeah. You I'm know, looking forward um, to it. Oh, yeah. That's going to be great. Uh, just and, to jump in. Um, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, well, I actually had a question for you, Lass. Um, I really think we need uh, T-shirts for that. It'd be great. T-shirts? Yeah, Guild Unity event. Okay. And we could have each event on the T-shirt. I don't know if we're just going to do a set amount. Um, I don't think we've thought it through that far, but uh, I kind of like the idea of a Guild Unity event T-shirt. All right. Well, post something on the forums. Okay, I will. In Roxy's world. There you go. <laughs> I wanted to add, though, that it, I believe the dates are actually the 16th through the 18th. That's the weekend. So it's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So 16th, 17th, yes. and 18th. You are correct, as usual. 
Oh, now. Here we oh. go. <laughs> that wasn't a knock. He usually, he's usually right. Yes, he is. Usually. Nauseating, <laughs> isn't it? It is nauseating. But, you know, everybody can't be perfect, right? No. We do have a guide up on the <laughs> forum for getting Dungeons & Dragons downloaded and installed and your subscription set up. Um, if you are a current Turbine subscription holder, like you have um, Asheron's Call or Lord of the Rings Online, and you want to add a DDO account to your Turbine account, you actually have to contact Turbine Support and ask for a DDO key. Um, I did this a couple months ago. They got it to me the day after I asked for it. Uh, But if you want to use your same Turbine account for everything, you do have to ask them for a key. Uh, You can't just create it on your Turbine account yourself. Oh, gotcha. Uh, That's good to know. I actually um, already had an account, so I was all set to go. I just needed to re-download the software on my computer at home, which I have done. But fair warning to those of you considering downloading the high-res patch. Uh, It can be a little fussy um, with the files. I actually had to do a... Uh, a full download and then a partial install, then a repair, and, and I, I believe this the third time was the charm. I finally got it to, to install properly. And for those of you that don't already have a Turbine account, just to push it again, I want my gelatinous cube. I think I, I need one more person, I think, to register, and I get a, I think I get my gelatinous cube pet, which is just a big jello ball that I can put a hat on. There's there's my referral exactly. (laughs) So there's my referral info up on the forums, and if anybody needs help in terms of getting guild tagged beforehand or anything like that, just send me a PM on the boards, and I'll make sure to be in game to get you tagged. Although if you just send me a PM with your character's name, I can send you uh, in-game mail with a guild invite. So just to make sure that people get their guild invites and stuff, and yeah, before the big day. Yeah, hopefully we get all that squared away prior to the the night of the event. All right, and that will be, the, I believe, the focus of our episode next week, so we'll have more info for everybody then. You mean week after, right? Yes. Yes. See, I'm always wrong in... (laughs) Roxy and Lass are here to correct me. <laughs> Mostly Lass, but... <clears throat> All right, squirings and promotions. Obviously, we already mentioned it at the top of the show, but the biggest promotion this week was Countess Sayella. Woohoo! Um, Guild Wars 2 has gone from a barony to a county, um, and there will be two barons forthcoming, but they haven't <laughs> been promoted yet, so we're not going to spoil anything here. Uh, um, Sayella, you had a, a branch meeting on the, the 20th. Did you want to let us know who you promoted that night? Sure. I had the honor of squiring War of Hell and Grim Scythe. So we've got two new members in the family. And also um, we promoted Fulgrim and Bettany tonight. fulgram has been around a long time and um, has contributed a lot to the guild, uh, been a big help. And Bettany um, joined us here in Guild Wars 2, and she's been great at um, recruiting and just helping out and everything. So just proud of them all and glad to have them all part of us. Yeah, I don't think that I've logged into Guild Wars 2 and not seen Bettany online. He's always there. Yes. Um, 
Yeah. I, I don't know how it happens, but Bettany is online 24-7. Yeah. <laughs> and she still manages to work. What? Yeah, she does. She maybe works, she works for Guild Wars too. <laughs> you know, yeah. maybe she does. That would, be, that would be great. You know, if my bosses knew how often I played Warcraft while I was at work, uh, given that I work from home, they'd probably be unhappy. But <laughs> well, I most not mention that. <laughs> I, I do. I do my. I do my dailies in the morning when I'm at That's work. That's too funny. <laughs> All right, that's all we have for this week, unless you guys have any final thoughts. I do want to thank you guys for having me on. It was great to chat with you all, and it's always great to talk to old friends. So thanks again, and anytime you want to know something about Dungeons & Dragons, just feel free to let me know. So well, thank you. Again. Thank you for coming, Lakasha. It was great to have you here. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was our pleasure. Definitely. And thanks for having me here as well. I enjoyed it. All right. Thank you to Roxanne. Thank you to Roxanne, Lesarian, Lakasha, and Sayella for showing up tonight. Um, everybody give me a Hail Nor and we will sign off. Hail Nor. Hail Nor. Hail Nor. Hail Nor. Hail Nor. Hail Nor.